Welcome to Academy Days, a Christian fiction podcast for teen girls. I'm your host and author, Judith. Welcome to the story. Academy Days, Episode 52, Sisters at Large. Don't forget, pack comfortable walking shoes, Flora said, leaning into Lacey's bedroom doorway. Lacey paused mid-fold of a shirt. You've already said that, like, three times. You sure we're not going hiking? We're not talking copious amounts of sweat, venomous creatures, or heights, right? Flora pursed her lips. Well, you might have to get over that heights thing, but no, we're not going hiking. In the mountainous, state park sense of the word, I honestly want you to have a good time. Lacey stared at the clothing in her suitcase. Was it possible to have a good time, a really good time with Flora? They were like rosemary and peanut butter, two opposite flavors meant for opposite kinds of dishes. Flora liked to fling herself into new things, while Lacey wanted to pace the outside edges for a while before approaching its center one step at a time. What was Flora going to try to fling her into, anyway? Stop looking all freaked out, Flora said. Did you pack anything semi-nice, like churchish, but not? Lacey turned to her closet. It had to be close to midnight. Would this packing thing never end? Flora came into the room and slung an arm around her shoulders. You'll look about ready to cry. Why don't you go to bed and I'll finish packing for you? Lacey jerked up straight. No, I'll finish. I'm almost done. Flora shrugged. Wish you trusted me, Lacey, she said, laughing. Lacey grabbed her favorite sky-blue dress off of a hanger and spread it out on her bed before folding and rolling it into a wrinkle-free package. Oh, and pack one of your big shoulder bags. Empty. You'll need it. Lacey nabbed a satchel decorated with coffee cups and book quotes and jammed it into her suitcase. She zipped the case closed before Flora could think of one more thing to add. Perfect. Okay, go to bed. I'll pick you up at school, noon sharp, tomorrow. Lacey nodded, peeling back her covers. And Lacey... Flora hovered in the bedroom doorway. Lacey flumped down onto her bed. What? I'm trying. Honest. Lacey rubbed her eyes, looking at her sister. Trying to do what? Flora stared at the floor. Remember that day last winter when you were sick and we waited out that awful storm by hiding in the closet under the stairs? Remember how we talked and talked? Lacey smiled. Yeah, that was great. Well, Flora said, we've never really had a time like that since. I thought maybe on this trip that we could get better at being sisters, like we did that day. A sort of gooey chocolate feeling filled Lacey's heart. That sounds like a good idea, Flora, she said. Flora stepped back across the room and gave Lacey a hug. Okay, see you tomorrow. At noon the next day, Lacey was the first person out the front doors of Easton Christian Academy. The first two days of school were over, days of learning her schedule, classroom rules, and assemblies about new policies and starting the year out on the right foot. Now, time for one of the new adventures God seemed to be dishing up like mashed potatoes at a church potluck. Flora was at the front of the pickup line. Lacey climbed into the front passenger seat of the little red car. Do I need to keep my eyes closed or anything? 
Lacey asked, gripping her seatbelt. Only if you want to take a nap and stop hanging onto your seat like you're on a roller coaster. I am a safe, Flora revved suddenly and shot ahead of a slow-moving minivan. Driver, a very safe driver. Lacey squeezed her eyes shut. If only sleep would actually be possible. Okay, I've got the big details of this sister trip planned, but I'm leaving the little details up to you. We've got a four-hour drive ahead of us. What do you want to listen to? Lacey slowly unclenched her hands. Um, an audiobook, I guess. Not music, huh? Flora tapped the steering wheel. Okay, connect your phone, and we'll listen together. Lacey scrolled through her library, something calming and familiar. She selected Little Women and relaxed back against her seat. Haven't you heard this story like 100 times, Flora said? Lacey shrugged. I like it. Two chapters in, Flora was yawning, humming, and tapping out a rhythm on the steering wheel. Lacey paused the audiobook. I can listen with headphones, she said. No, 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 I'm enjoying it. I'd forgotten a lot of the story, Flora said. Lacey squinted, but you're acting bored. Flora glanced over, and the car swerved slightly. Flora! Flora jerked her gaze back to the road. Will you relax? Just listen to your story and stop worrying about everything. Lacey hunched her shoulders. Why was it always like this when she and Flora were together? Flora always ended up annoyed, and she always ended up nervous. What was it about their personalities that just didn't mesh? And they were planning on spending the next two days together. How would either of them survive? Look, Flora took a deep breath. I have an idea. Okay. What if over the next 48 hours, we try to be more honest with each other than we've ever been before? Lacey darted her gaze towards her sister and then back again out the front window. Um, what do you mean? Like, I'm going to tell you when I think you need to lighten up. You already do that all the time. But you need to tell me when to back off, Flora said. But then you'll be upset. Well, if you're upset, why shouldn't I be upset? Because then we'll just both be frustrated. Look, I don't want to be a drag. I just like to have time to think through stuff, you know? And when you're all like, why, 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 come on, come on, it freaks me out. Sometimes my whys are complicated, you know? Multifaceted, not easily explained, or embarrassing. Sometimes I'm embarrassed to explain myself. Sometimes it just feels like a lot of work to explain myself to you, Flora. Silence filled the car. Why should you be embarrassed to tell me anything? I'm your sister. Lacey waved a hand. Because sometimes my whys are personal, and sometimes my whys are things I'm trying to work through with God, and I don't necessarily want to always talk about them out loud. Lacey tugged on her braid. And sometimes my whys have to do with you, like you've annoyed me or hurt me, but I don't necessarily just want to tell you. And sometimes I need to just work through those feelings and get past them without making a big to-do. But if you tell me, then I'll be able to. Lacey shook her head. You can't change who you are for me, Flora. You're great. I wish I was more like you, actually. So what? You're supposed to change who you are for me? That doesn't seem fair. I 
I don't know. Tears pricked in Lacey's eyes. I wish I weren't this way, Flora. I really do. I, I wish I could just let things slide off of me like you do. I wish I could plunge into things head first like you do. I wish I wasn't so prone to being tense. Flora rummaged in her door pocket and fished up a bag of gummies. Open this, she said, handing it over. Lacey ripped the bag open, releasing the scent of berries and citrus into the car. She rested an elbow on the middle console, holding the open bag with an easy reaching distance for both of them. Flora grabbed a green worm and bit off one end. It's not always your fault, Lacey, you know? Like, sometimes my mouth runs fast. I know that. Do you think you're the only one who is trying to grow into the person she should be? So don't take all the credit for being wrong, Lace. And don't throw yourself off the bus when you realize you're at fault. Just learn from it. She pinched the worm between her teeth and switched lanes. She waved the tail of the worm. So let's try this. Let's try to learn on this vacation. I'll work on patience and understanding, and you work on not taking everything so personally and trusting me enough to be honest when you really just can't stand something I've said or done. I won't hate you. Lacey took a deep breath. Okay. Okay. The gummy bag rattled. So, are you going to turn the story back on? Because I really forgot all about these March chicks, and I want to know what they're up to. Really? Yes, really. And if I start tapping the steering wheel, it's because it helps me stay awake. Lacey turned the story back on and lay back against her seat. Maybe this trip wouldn't be so painful after all. Somewhere around four o'clock, she drowsed awake. Something felt different. They were moving really slow. Lacey sat up. A sea of vehicles. They were surrounded by a sea of vehicles and a dark tunnel loomed ahead. Where are we? Lacey said, rubbing her eyes. About to go through the Lincoln Tunnel, Flora said. The traffic picked up. Flora dodged in front of a lumbering delivery truck. It blasted its horn, echoing into the entrance of the tunnel. But where is the tunnel? Lacey asked. Oh, New York. We're headed into the city. Lacey brushed her fingers across the door lock. The, the city? Isn't it dangerous? Nora Arjean used to live here, and she's told stories. Yeah. We'll be careful. Besides, we're staying with a friend of mine. She'll know if we're about to wander into any sketchy areas. But we'll be sticking to tourist spots anyway. We'll be fine. They slid into the tunnel, the red taillights of a hundred cars in front of them. Lacey glued her gaze on a spot of approaching daylight. The city, thousands of people, millions of people she didn't know, streets she'd never explored, countless things that could go wrong. They rushed into daylight again. You have a terrified expression on your face. Don't look at my face. Look at the road, Lacey said, clapping her hands down on the dashboard as Flora hit the brakes to keep from rear-ending a taxi. Driving aggressively in the city is normal, Lacey, Flora said. Maybe for people experienced with city driving, but you aren't. Have you ever driven here before? Flora shrugged. No, I was a passenger a few times, though. I learned quickly through observation. Lacey closed her eyes. Tell me when this is over. Good choice. You just lie back there and... Flora cut her own words off with a blare of horn. Lacey curled up against her seat, pulling her feet away from the front of the car just in case the whole front end was suddenly pushed in. 
Lacey, remember, trust. We're going to work on hearing one another on this trip. Flora brought the car to a jarring halt. Lacey uncurled her legs and slowly straightened enough to see out the front window. But, but everything is moving. The people, the cars, the words on signs, even a tumbleweed of trash rolling along the edge of the sidewalk. Nothing was still. Even the cars paused at the intersection looked ready to catapult forward at the faintest signal. That's what makes it so exciting, Flora said. Tell you what, don't watch me drive. Just people and building watch. I guarantee you'll see something interesting. Lacey lowered her feet to the floorboards and dangled her body away from her sister and the road in front of them. And just like that, her eyes were drawn to store windows, the varied pace of tourists to business people, and then her gaze moved up, up, up to the pinnacles of buildings that sparred with the sky. There was something energizing about it all. Flora followed the soft-toned directions of her GPS to a parking garage. We'll have to walk from here, she said. Let me text Gina and tell her we're almost there. They unloaded their suitcases and left the parking garage, wheeling their luggage behind them. Three blocks later, they reached an apartment building and entered a lobby that smelled like cabbage and Clorox. Flora led the way into an elevator and hit the button for the 30th floor. Lacey gulped. How did people ever keep their food down when they lived so high up? But it was weird. Once they reached the 30th floor, it didn't feel any different than the first. Even when Gina opened the door of the apartment and Lacey could see straight across and out some floor-to-ceiling windows, she didn't feel dizzy. Why had she thought she was afraid of heights anyway? Maybe because people always were in books. You're just in time. I got back with groceries five minutes ago. Gina motioned them inside. Oh, it's so good to see you. I can't believe you decided to do online courses this semester. We'll miss you at school. Gina gave Flora a hug. You ought to be packing, girl. The semester starts next week, Flora said. Gina shrugged and waved them towards the table. I'll get to it. I hate to rush the last part of summer vacation with a lot of stress. I'm going to enjoy myself to the very last minute. She and Flora chattered about mutual friends as they spread out stuff for sandwiches. Lacey scanned the room. Was this it? One room with a galley kitchen. Was that a door to a bedroom, maybe? Restrooms right through there, Gina said, pointing towards the door Lacey had spotted. And help yourself to anything in the fridge, just use caution. Sometimes my sisters and I forget what's in there until it's too late. Sisters? She shared this one room with sisters, plural? Lacey scanned the room again. The two couches must fold out into double beds. But where would she sleep? Oh, this was all going to be so very awkward. So we've got deli meat and guac and veggies. Gina grabbed a stack of paper plates out of the cupboard. Help yourself. Food. She was less likely to go stark raving mad with worry if she wasn't also hungry. Okay, Lacey, Flora said after supper, ready for our first adventure? The food in Lacey's stomach seized up and hurled itself against her insides. Flora planted her hands on Lacey's shoulders. Look, I'm your big sister. I have some idea of the things you enjoy, but if you hate what I have planned, just say so. Lacey nodded. 
Okay, let's go. Out on the street, Gina and Flora led the way, talking and laughing. Lacey followed, taking in the scenery. Normal people actually lived here and lives stacked one on top of the other. They toted bags of groceries, talked on phones, headed for dinner, and herded children towards home. What would it be like to live here all the time? Did it feel like always being at the center of a big party? Or was it just as possible to be lonely here as anywhere? Lacey looked at their faces, their expressions full of concentration or conversation. They were unaware of how their normalcy was like something in a museum to her. Catch up, Lace, Flora called from up ahead. Lacey jogged to where Gina and Flora stood at the top of some stairs. Are we there? Flora laughed. Not yet. Stick close, though. We might have to hurry. Lacey followed close behind Flora as they took the steps underground into a subway station. The place was hot and smelled like boiled eggs, and Lacey only remembered to breathe when they were all safely in a car. Only there weren't any seats left, so she had to cling to a pole, her hands uncomfortably close to a hairy stranger's. Gina just kept talking the whole time, one arm stretched above her as she held on to an overhead bar. The train screeched to a stop, and Lacey bent her knees to keep from swaying into the arms of a dozing individual nearby. Just a few more stops, Flora said. Up on the street at last, Lacey tried to catch her breath, but Gina was off again, setting a fast pace that didn't hamper her conversation one bit. At last, they reached a flight of white steps that led upward to the doors of a columned building. The Metropolitan Museum of Art, Flora said, linking arms with Lacey. Art? Lacey eyed the huge building. Art was kind of a thing for the sophisticated, wasn't it? Like for people who enjoyed goat cheese and liver pâté? But Flora seemed to think she'd like this experience so... Inside, the ceiling vaulted high, making the voices of the museum goers bounce and echo like flurries of birds. Gina secured their tickets and unfolded a map. Okay, what do you want to see? Lacey stared at the squares of labeled color, uh, we could just go through everything in order, I guess. Gina laughed and be here for days. What do you think, Flora? Remember anything from that art appreciation class you slept through? I didn't sleep. Flora grabbed the map. I was meditating on the pieces. I'm thinking of switching my major to art history, actually. Lacey side-eyed her sister. Keeping track of Flora's college major was like trying to trace the path of a hummingbird through the forest. Dutch. We'll go to the Dutch paintings first, then French. I think she'll like those. They climbed a long flight of stairs, and as they reached the first gallery at the top, Lacey felt something come over her. A calmness. No one was in a hurry anymore. People's voices still echoed up from the grand hall below, but here... Everyone moved slowly past the gilded frames of huge canvases, their voices mere murmurs beneath the hush of looking, of considering, of enjoying. Lacey followed Flora into a gallery of Dutch art and paused in front of a painting of three figures, their clothes dark, but their eyes expressive as they formed a sort of triangle of mother, father, child. Here, 
Gina said, holding out an electronic device. Punch in the numbers of the painting, and you'll learn something about what the artist was trying to portray. Lacey forgot about Flora and Gina, forgot about the crowded apartment where she'd have to sleep that night, and about all the what-ifs of the trip. Her heart tugged her on and on through the galleries, listening to the stories and imagining the world of the people and scenery in one painting after another. At last, she sank onto a viewing bench. She felt full, like she'd just eaten an enormous meal. She raised her eyes and looked at just one more painting. A girl stood before her, her head bent as she cut an apple. Who was this girl dressed in old-fashioned clothes but doing a thing Lacey had often done herself? Did the girl mind having her everyday work portrayed instead of posing in Sunday best like some of the other women throughout the gallery? Tears pricked in Lacey's eyes. If only it were possible to step through the frame, pick up an apple, and start slicing while they talked like friends. There was something in the gentle concentration of the girl. They would be friends, and there were still apples in the bowl yet to be cut. Someone touched Lacey's shoulder. You okay? Flora asked. Lacey tugged her sister down next to her and gave her a hug. Thanks for bringing me here. Flora gave her a quick squeeze. I knew you'd like it. It's quiet but dramatic and ripe for the imagination. Perfect for you, she stood. Ready to go? The museum is closing soon. The girls went back down to the grand hall and mingled with the other guests filtering out into the warm evening. Lacey walked beside Flora as Gina took the lead, making a phone call to one of her sisters. So where were you all this time? I kind of lost track of you and Gina, Lacey said. Flora laughed. Oh, we looked around the European stuff for a while, then grabbed a cup of coffee in the museum restaurant and chatted before perusing the gift shop. Then we went to look at a mummy or two, because why not? Lacey slowed. You did all that while I was still in the European art? And a few other things. I guess I shouldn't change my major to art history. I lost interest way before you did. Lacey touched Flora's arm. Flora, this might sound like I haven't been paying attention. I, I know I have a problem with self-focus sometimes, but what is your major? Oh, Flora retied the knot that cinched the hem of her shirt. I guess I don't really have one. The truth is, well, hurry, girls, Gina called from up ahead as they neared the entrance to what looked like a park. They quickened their pace. What were you going to say? Lacey asked. Flora waved a hand. Oh, never mind. Let's not think about school. Like Gina said, let's just enjoy right now. Lacey nodded. Okay, sure. So far, this sister adventure really was going well. But if she and Flora were going to work on being more honest with each other, then why did Flora's expression suddenly have a closed-off look to it? Maybe Flora wasn't so put together after all. Maybe it was Lacey's turn to offer help, but first, Flora would have to tell her what was wrong. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Academy Days. If you signed up for my newsletter in the year 2022 and never received it or the code to listen to the two bonus episodes, you can send an email to academydayspodcast at gmail.com. 
You can also still sign up for the newsletter at judiththestefano.com. Thanks for listening. Bye!